Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. As you know, in this podcast, what we love to do every single week is take big, giant, juicy, meaty topics and break them down into tiny little bite-sized chunks, all in an effort to help ourselves mostly, and hopefully some of you, through the process of change. We talk about change all the time, we love it, we're obsessed, and so this week, as we head into the holiday break, and we are taking a little break, um, but as we head into the holiday break, we thought we would talk about life's simple pleasures. And we have a bunch of different ways of sort of breaking this down, but really the essence of it is, how do we get through this holiday season? And for some folks, this is like a joyous, wonderful time of year. And for others, it's really a struggle. And so no matter where you are on the happiness continuum when it comes to the holidays, um, I think it's good to focus on the simple things Mm -hmm. and the things that bring us little tiny bite-sized chunks of joy. Rod, my friend... What do you want to add into the mix? That was so perfect the way that you tied that in. It's you're right. It's just it is little tiny bite-sized chunks of joy. Of joy. Yeah. yeah. And in I just add in after a year uh or almost 2 years of of COVID and the year that uh we came through and now with Omicron and going back to hunkering down. It's, it's a good topic to to dive into and where we can get our little you know tiny tiny bite-sized chunks of joy without the uh elaborate you know we had a great time this weekend because we did 15 things on this Instagram right. bucket list. Right. Mhm. That's a good way to put it too is that yeah. sometimes those bite-sized chunks of joy aren't Instagram worthy. They're not going to make it on anybody's live feed. They're not going to make, they're just like teeny tiny little things that are wonderful in the grand scheme. That's right. All right. So where should we start? Should I like the, um, yeah. Where do you want to start? Well, do you want, so I've been thinking about this one a lot. And as you know, I don't do research. I just like to go through my like life experiences. And I mean, I do do research. Come on, I do. But this time around, sometimes, but this time around, I really just wanted this to be uh, like an experiential thing. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to think about it. So this is Friday morning, right? We, you and I chat about it and uh, off I go. Cause you know, I've started swimming again, Rod, and I'm obsessed yeah. with it. And it's like. It's therapeutic for me. It's a workout for me, da-da-da-da. So I go to the pool at a different time than I normally go because I was off on Friday. It's like 9 o'clock in the morning. And I always swim in the slower lane because I just don't like the stress of, like, having people faster than me zip past Mm. and I feel like I'm holding them up and all the things. So I always go in the slower lane. Well, the slower lane at 7 p.m. at night is different from Uh the slower lane at 9 a.m. on Friday morning. So the slower lane on Friday morning. uh, So at first I had the lane all to myself and I was going back and forth and I was like killing it and I have this like number in my head that I want to hit in terms of uh, number of laps and all the things. And I'm like, oh my God, maybe today I can do it. I got a little bit more time. It's the morning, I got energy. So I have all these ideas in my head of what I'm going to accomplish and I'm feeling very powerful about it and all the things. So in comes one lady into my lane and she's kind of doing like 
aquafit kind of like not swimming laps but sort of doing this weird aquafit thing in my lane and i thought okay no problem because still in one lane if two people are there you can still go back and forth you don't have yeah. to swim in a loop and so fine i think but like if a third person comes i don't know how this is gonna work hmm. and so lo and behold i'm still doing my laps and uh watching this lady out of the corner of my eye and thinking like you're not doing laps and getting frustrated because it's like lap swim time right and in my head i have all this criticism going on all these voices right and uh, and then a third person comes and lo and behold does she not do start doing the same stuff the same the like what to stuff. me looks like aquafit block to me looks like blocking the lane get and i'm way. like trying to get my laps in right and i'm like going back and forth so i'm getting all like frustrated and cranky and thinking like i'm not gonna hit my goal and all these voices right and so then i started thinking well okay i started thinking about our topic rod mm -hmm. and i started thinking if i were to focus right now on simple pleasures what would that look like? Like what would, mm -hmm. and I, so I started thinking like, well, I'm in the water and where I swim, it's a public pool, but it's salt water. So I was feeling that sort of buoyancy that salt mm -hmm. water brings. And I was trying to experience more, a big part of why I swim is because it's, I find it very therapeutic. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to tune into those things. And then I was Good also like zigzagging around them. And then I started <laughs> thinking like, well, actually, I'm like going to swim more, even if I hit my highest laps, I'll have even swum more because I'm like zigzagging around these nice ladies. And so I started to feel better and it started to turn into like a little sport in my head of like watching where they were and like swimming around them and stuff. And nice. it ended up being kind of fun. And then one of the ladies, I got to the other end and uh, she said, oh, you're such a good swimmer. Oh. And I thought... If I, I know, right? And so then I like, I so, you know, so it was like my mom, she's a little older than me. And it's kind of like your mom coming from the great beyond and giving you a compliment is what it felt like at the moment. Aww. And then she, it was so sweet. And then she said, uh, and I, th I was think still thinking in my head, wow, if I start talking to this lady, I'm not going to hit my lap goal. <laughs> I still have that thought. So you pause, you're swimming thought, along well, and then you're like, you pause and you're just boying there and you have a little chat. That's well, at the ends, like at oh. either end, if people are stopped at either end, it wasn't in the middle. Ah. It was like at the at the ends and laps, right? Okay. And so then I thought, well, then what's more important to me in my life? As like, I thought, is it more important that I have this connection with this lady? Ah. Or is it more important that I hit my lap goal? What's going to be a more pleasurable experience for me? And I Whoa. thought talking to the lady. And so... I struck up a conversation and she was telling me how she can't do front crawl and here's why and da 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 da. Uh, and uh, so we started talking at either end every now and again and she would tell me, oh, I'm taking a little break, but you're doing so well. And then, and then I kept swimming and I was getting closer and closer to my goal. And then, uh, and it, like, it was just so crazy. I'm getting closer and closer to my goal. And then she says, I'm going to try front crawl. And I said, good for you. I'm going to stop and cheer you on. And so I stopped. Oh, and and while she was doing cry. her front crawl, I was doing side stroke beside her because she was slower, right? And so I was yeah. doing side stroke and like cheering her on as she was going. And then I just felt so good in my heart, you know? Oh. And it was so luscious. And then she asked me for coaching. And I'm like, I am not a person. <laughs> 
that is like, <laughs> but I said, you know what? You're perfect. Like you don't need to change anything. You're just, you're perfect. Uh. She said, really? And I said, yes, you're perfect. You're wonderful. And then we exchanged names uh. and she said, now we've met each other. Like now that I know your name, we've really met. And, and then at the end, I also hit my lap goal. Oh, so I you. focused on the simple pleasures. Oh, what a great story. Yeah. I got this like sense of like just being in the water and feeling this joy of being in the water. Then I met my new swimming buddy, Daria, who is like amazing nice. and like had this warm feeling in my heart. And I hit my lap goal. And I think had I stayed cranky like I was yeah. at the beginning... I'm fairly convinced none of that would have happened. Totally. If I just let my, like, that cranky voice win of, like, rah, 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 you would have, what are they doing? You're yeah, going to, yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. blocking my progress. And you they're just splashed them I'm a few not, times as you went right? by. Right? I would have like, been <laughs> such a cranky bitch. And sorry. <laughs> but, like, seriously. And I, the whole experience turned around. It mm. was wild and i've been so excited to tell you because it's just one of those things that like you think how is this even possible but yeah it really it really turned things around and then not just for me but for this making this connection with this other person too Mm -hmm. so i think there's like i think there's a magic in good for the topic are you kidding me had we not been talking about simple pleasures that friday morning i'm fairly certain this would not have been my lived experience oh i love it but because we talked about it it was just like it all just happened it all just unfolded yeah 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 you know the other thing i hear from your story that you did subconsciously or maybe consciously is you changed the question in the moment i know i know right yeah from our topic last week it's the, you know, the question, what can I do in this moment to, what are the right things that are, I can focus what on? What can I control? Yeah. What's under my control? And what I could control in those moments was my experience of being in the water and remembering that that's the, that's yeah. the thing for me is, yeah. is being in the water and then turning it into a bit of a game. And mm. like, it re- I really did. So yeah, I used our last week and are this oh week, Rod. Oh my gosh, good for you. And I got a library card this week. <laughs> Leslie, winning at life. What a, what a great I week. I took your challenge you and I got myself, I haven't used it yet. I haven't done a thing with it, but I got myself a library card, Rod. Yeah. I thought you'd be impressed. I, I am thought impressed. you'd be proud of me. I which am impressed. That's why I to tell you. And so just, okay, <laughs> just a sidebar, super user advice here for the library is yes. um, you just register, set up the thing on the website. Start ordering your ebooks or or audiobooks or actual books that they'll ship it to your local library. You can do it all from your computer. And uh, yeah, it's great. Pro Anyways. tip. I love it. I'm it's excited. So that's one of my that's one of my holiday projects. That's a, yeah. That so aren't and we're going to digress into books again, but aren't books like those simple pleasures? I think one of the they things I, that when I was thinking about, and I think your uh, Friday um, speaks to this, and that it's that this is the nature of our our lives where time is precious. And yes. so it's like, this is your moment to you have your swimming workout. You have this thing in mind. Um, if you're not going to do it then, when are you going to get a chance to do it? Right. And you get right. 
that brings that stress and or the like. Ah, uh, am I going to be fulfilled now? Same for like I'm when being we ha- foiled. Yeah, same for like weekends or uh, vacation. Um, and then so th- and I think oh this yeah. kind of speaks to the 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 COVID, you know, the Omicron situation. Here we're coming to the holidays. Um, time off is precious. This is the moment. Like, how can you make the most of time off? And um, I know from for I mean, I'll just speak for myself, but I think it's it's a you know you feel like oh I need to go on a vacation if it's if I've got a week right off right. work or two weeks off work and not being able to do that or not being able to go out and do things um, which are typically associated to when you have time it's extremely frustrating so how but but I get the our challenge then is is what's the question is well what are the things that I enjoy about this moment and that's been given t- you know in the context of what is available to us uh switching that question to what are the things that I do enjoy uh, which is a great question to ask indeed because there's all kinds of stuff that I think when we live in when you live in a city that we don't explore we don't look to do we don't go on hikes in our own city we don't go to museums in our own city we don't you know what i mean there's all these things that you can do wherever you live that we just don't think to do in our own town and i bet over these holidays there will be tons of those little things that we can do that don't cost a lot of money and you know don't involve us going too far afield that can make us really happy or even in our own homes you know yeah Totally. I think there's so I was looking back to last year when we had uh, like what our podcasts were about at the end of December. Early of January. course, you were a research man. Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Super in-depth <laughs> research scrolling through our podcast list. And at the beginning of the year, um, we had we did one on hope and optimism. And, and really, the theme yes. was around like, how do we take in covid which was still going you know we were at that point i guess in the middle of the journey up till we now we were in total lockdown back then like yeah. they're like you know you you could only do curbside shopping in a lot of stores like that was yeah that was intense and and the the that's right and the one of the things that we talked about was like how do you handle the curveballs that come at that are, are certainly mm-hmm. going to come and um uh and i think at least I'll speak for me is is now this at each stage we're in a different state of mind just from all the experience that we've had so far up till now and can approach the situation differently what I mean by that is when it first came and the lockdown lockdowns came and we were you know everyone was restricted in what you could do I couldn't go work out couldn't go to the shops like normal is it, it was really uh destabilizing it was it was very yeah. difficult and now it's the same but there's this different spirit like esprit behind okay how to think about it i maybe as we've just become used to finding these things of moments of uh where i say moments of pleasure but how we can enjoy the moment which is more s- solitude versus like out and about and traveling and yeah. Um, maybe, we're, we, maybe we've found that w- those things that we we d- can connect with, maybe we're just like 
we've done this before so it's less scary because we kind of know the routine it's less of un, it's, le it's less uncertain because we've seen it uh, locked down before but um, I feel like I don't I don't feel like we were going to talk about how you know what hope do we have like how can we make it through this it's more yeah. of the it's more of the you know here we are again um, and then how and I, I've actually know these things that can uh, I'll, I'll enjoy my day by like so for me I'll enjoy my day by doing little thing fixing things or cleaning up stuff it's it's the the flow in the moment of just getting focused on a task um, even like reading a book uh, which I don't do very often so it, that's that's the unique thing for me to be forced to, to have time to actually read it's so it sounds like you sound more hopeful rod i'm not gonna lie to you well i i wonder if we don't need to talk about hope and optimism yeah. this year because we feel it a little bit more like we don't feel as though we have to choose it as consciously you know yeah i think it's i don't know i feel that way a bit like i yeah. feel like yeah, it's hard. I have friends who are canceling plans and, and uh, you know, who are worried about Omicron for sure. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we all know that we've had a taste of normalcy. And so we know we can get back to it, even if this is like another little blip of yeah. quasi-lockdown is kind of how I'm feeling about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm it it's... I don't know. I was going to say, it, am I more hopeful? I, it, I think it's it's the lack of uncertainty because, you know, uncertainty brings so much stress because you really don't know what's going to happen. True. So it's like we've seen this before, so we kind of know what's going to happen. I will admit there's another part where I've also seen, particularly with kids, like how difficult it is to, like how how uh, much it, it uh, has a negative impact to, to be isolated, where... I'll admit to having a different level of I've, I'm more relaxed or I'm less stressed if the kids still get out and are walking around and seeing their friends and, you know, and taking them doing it in the right contexts, more outside than inside, all that stuff. Where a year ago, that everything stressed me out. Um, right, right. Now right. it's like, you know what? They, they need to have that interaction. We'll just try to guide it in the right way. Um, and... It is what it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. I am definitely, I, I agree with you. I think we know more now about what we need for our own psychological safety and wellness mm -hmm. than we maybe did when we were in the thick of things. And, and again, for me, I think that does come back to finding small little things yeah. that make me really happy yeah and sometimes like i've been trying to play on my cello with better intonation and so if i play a three octave c major scale <laughs> with really good intonation that can send me over into like just incredible senses of joy yeah like it it really and maybe that's yeah maybe that's part of the way we are feeling a just different this year than we did last year because yeah. it is it is different it yeah. is different totally you're right the the little i think the so 
finding those things, those little moments of joy. And I'll say the other side is it's like you can tell yourself or I don't want to say stop telling yourself that, oh, if I'm not doing, if I'm not having the holiday party, then it's a crappy time. Yeah. Yeah. Or allow yourself to say like, you know what? I enjoyed the day. It was a little bit solitary. I was doing things that aren't glamorous. Like I find, I'll give you an example. Like, um, so if we drive out of the city, which we haven't been doing a lot, but in the summer, if we're going out to the cottage or whatever, it's a lot of driving, which is a drag. Right. Um, but then it's also a moment for me to, cause I don't read books in the, like looking at pages and reading as much. I listen to them. Um, right. It's the moment that I can do that. And I, I really enjoy that. And, um, uh, it's weird to say like I enjoyed the long drive I didn't enjoy the long drive at all but that I also I enjoyed being able to listen to those audiobooks and so it's it's like finding like in this situation what is it that it's affording me to do that's enjoyable um, and being okay with that there's a fancy term for that. I think it's like, it's something bundling, but I don't remember what it's called, but it's essentially <laughs> when you take something that you don't necessarily, like you know is a bit of a oh, yes, chore that's right. or whatever, and then you pair it with something you really, really love. Yeah. And then, you know, you associate that thing more with, uh, more with the thing that you love than the thing that is a little bit of work. That's right. And that to me feels like an amazing example of simple pleasures oh you know yeah if being in the kitchen is not your jam and and you've got to cook a big thing or whatever but you like dancing or put on some music and dance in your kitchen i have so i live downtown and and you know i live in like condo land and so there's a building right across from me if i'm dancing in my kitchen like tons of other people can see me doing all kinds of crazy shit and can't li- can't hear the music and so it's it's sometimes i make myself laugh because i think like, what must they think what must they think i'm dancing to sometimes i dance to mozart no i think if mozart had been alive today he would have been like one of the best djs in the entire world like that is one of my theories about mozart um <laughs> He would have done the dance music like and said, that's what a killer. The killer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. I think Mozart would have been a killer DJ in like Ibiza or somewhere else oh where like gosh. it's serious party culture is what yeah. I think Mozart would have been. So sometimes when I listen to him, I hear that kind of dance beat kind of like I, I imagine him forward to our times. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so amazed by uh by him and his composition. So yeah, it's probably good that people can't hear what I'm listening to and I'm dancing because it probably would make them think that I was a little on the <laughs> side. Yeah. Call for help. That would be that's be an interesting like uh uh dinner you know dinner conversation discussion. Pick famous artists in the past and if they were born in this present day, what kind of art would they probably most likely do? Because you know. Oh yeah, Haydn would be the Rolling Stones because he was <laughs> oh, just already around done forever. This. You've already had this. Oh, I've totally done it in my head. Oh yeah, I've mapped all of them. Yeah, Beethoven power ballads all day long. Oh yeah, all day long power ballads. Um, yeah, Mozart DJ. 
like a sort of techno-y, but like better than that DJ. Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah, I've definitely done that. Hmm. Schubert would be like lover boy or like one of those like a love songs kind of people. Like we're sort of sad and sappy love songs. <laughs> yeah. I totally done all this in my head. <laughs> this is what happens up here. This is why I don't do research because there's all kinds of other weird things happening up here all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so speaking of research, I'll just, we'll sprinkle in a little bit of, of, uh, so in, um, there is an, uh, I've got, referring back to this book by called happier. I've talked about him before this Tal yes. Ben Shahar and it comes up in a lot of different things as well. Um, but it's, it's really talking about happiness is not the destination. It's the, the moment and the journey towards that destination. Mm. And it's not to say that every moment should be like peak enjoyment. Uh, you know, there's always difficult things that occur and there's hard work and so forth but it's the it's really focusing on the journey and um and it so and a really key thing is is that these moments that we we remember and like we'll think about are are actually in the percentage of time in our lives it's very small like of a of a you know all our waking hours it's like less than five less than one percent of these really special moments but we're spending all this other time on day-to-day otherwise air quote mundane things and yeah and so that it's so the so the the debate the philosophical debate is is happiness just those special moments or Mm. is it an accumulation of how you're feeling in all these points in between and of course you could you know you can uh have an i think you can have a view on either side um but i there's there's a lot to say it's like we spend most of our time on the mid- in between stuff and the mundane stuff and and really it's just taking when th- when that occurs and and curveballs come like you when you're swimming of what's going to put you off track or what's going to uh make that a negative experience is is such great advice is like what what do i actually enjoy that i can do and take in you know the sunny day the the beautiful snow on the the trees the um that's good to focus on versus the the, the crappy slush that's in the, the side of the road right right yeah so uh you know what i'm seeing in my head while well, you you finish sorry sorry yeah sorry, no no, no. so like the i i it's just the the pitch for like we spend most of our time on the middle mundane stuff anyways and covid just exacerbates or just yeah highlights it so it um this is i think this is good advice in general anyways and it's particularly pertinent as we are now spending more time uh in our almost lockdown again did you ever do connect the dots puzzles when you were a kid puzzles is a bit of a stretch but you know what i mean those pictures and it's just the dots and you connect those that's what i see that's what i was seeing as you were describing that is those happy moments are the dots on the page Mm. but left to their own devices they're just a bunch of dots it's when you connect the lines which is that journey or that 
um, like that, like you were saying, the sort of mundane, mushy middle kind of stuff. Yeah. That the real magic happens and you really see the whole picture. But yeah. sometimes we get so obsessed with the dots and the dots have to mm-hmm. be perfect and all these things. But the dots on their own are are nothing without the lines that connect them. They're nothing. They're just yeah. dots on a page. Sometimes yeah. you can't even tell what it really is until you connect all the dots, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's what I was thinking about as you were describing that. Yeah. Plus, I loved Connect the Dots when I was a kid. So also, <laughs> it could just be that I was tuning in to whatever year old me when I yeah, was yeah. doing that and then coloring them in at the end. That's right. Well, maybe <gasps> Van Gogh would have been a Connect the Dots uh, aficionado because I, I think yes. it's like you get some Van Gogh flower after you've connected all the dots. Like, oh, that's what it is. That's what he was doing. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't done it with painters. Maybe we need to do a separate episode. I've only done it with composers. <laughs> fun. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so as we break for the holidays, my friend, I am going to try and focus more on journeys mm-hmm. and on the simplest of simple simple things and when i hear those cranky voices coming up in my head i'm gonna ask myself those questions that we talked about last week because yeah. that helped too yes yeah yeah that was the gem of last week it's it's that's how to s- help switch out of that negative yeah. moment yeah and feel it as a simple pleasure because it's what it's easy to say like oh just turn everything into a simple pleasure but then the how of it is more complicated yeah that's right Mm. very helpful my friend Mm -hmm. very helpful Mm -hmm. well listen well listen enjoy your brain yeah i was gonna i want to wish you and all your loved ones furry friends and people a wonderful holiday great break you too my friend Thank you. Thanks for an awesome year. I love doing this with you. Me too. I feel so lucky. Me too. Happy holidays, everybody. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Thanks. Bye. Bye.